0: Thank you for joining me for Lifelink Devotions. I'm Pastor John. Remember the target talk from yesterday? It's time to talk specifics. The scriptures describe the true target. However, when we read it, we may tend to rationalize what it says so we can justify our preferred choices. We justify missing the target by saying things like, I was close, or one miss won't really matter, will it? And when we make such excuses, we reveal that our choice is to value self over the holiness of God. And that's serious business. The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3, the heart of God to us. He said, here are some things that make you imitators of God and will destroy the imitation of God in your life if you do them. And he begins in the arena of sex. He says, but among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality. The abuse of God's splendid gift of sex is a serious issue, and it's becoming a serious problem among Christians. The followers of Jesus Christ are not distinct from the pagan world in their attitudes toward sex. According to the Barna Research Group, The percentage of Christian teens involved in premarital sex is the same as for non-Christians. And for adults who claim to be born again, there's no difference either from their unsaved counterparts when it comes to how much pornography is being viewed on the internet. 36% of born-again Christians said that premarital cohabitation is morally acceptable. It's so bad that Barna titled one of his research papers, Practical Outcomes Replace Biblical Principles as the Moral Standard. (laughs) I want to believe that most of you reading this devotional are as shocked as I am. I want to believe that the percentage of people who still hold to biblical morality is much higher than the national average. But I don't know what goes on behind the closed doors of your life I do not know what you are justifying as acceptable behavior to satisfy your personal desires and needs. I do know that we have collectively left out a very important word from Paul's description of the true target, the word hint. Let there not even be a hint of sexual immorality. The original Greek says, Don't let it be mentioned among you even once. Unfortunately, we have moved beyond hinting to allowing our conversation and our lifestyle choices to be influenced by immorality. There's only one proper format for the expression of the sexual experience, and that is between a man and a woman as a husband and a wife within the context of marriage. All else is sexual immorality. When we talk about, read about, view, or participate in anything else other than that, we have chosen sexual immorality rather than the holiness of God. There are some behaviors we have allowed to exist that are small and subtle steps away from the holiness of God. We are allowing a hint of sexual immorality in our lives and in our churches. For example, what happened to modesty? Do we use our physical appearance to get others to notice us and therefore build our self-worth? Have we justified it as just admiring the beauty of the woman? Are we justifying behavior that falls short of the glory of God's holiness by what we wear and how much we reveal? Every word of Scripture is important. Is there even a hint of sexual immorality in your life? then address it. We who are filled with the Holy Spirit must not place our personal pleasure ahead of the holiness of God, not even one little hint of it. We are to be imitators of God, empowered by the Holy Spirit to have victory over the world. Maybe then the world will take notice that God is real and that Jesus truly transforms lives. God bless you.